Pete, thanks for hanging in there. Greatly appreciate it. I'm sorry we had to cut that uh, gal off. It that we kind of ran out of time. So hopefully she's still listening. Doctor Jess, how can she get a hold of you so she can, she, in case she has to verify other things for me? Oh, your uh, mic is not. Oh, am I not? There. Am I just talking to myself there, over yeah, here? Yes, you were. I'm just kind of like, were, I can't hear you. I got you. But they okay. couldn't hear you. <laughs> okay. okay. So say that again. How can she get a hold of you? So- uh, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. All right. But regardless, like what I honestly do a lot of times is um, I just go on Amazon and I search organic alcohol-free tincture of whatever herb I'm looking for because somebody out there makes it. All right. Um, at a lot of health food stores, you're going to find tincture. And a tincture is an, a liquid herb, uh-huh. a liquid extraction of an herb. And a lot of times at, at the health food stores, the tinctures will have alcohol in them. But when I'm treating dogs and cats, I prefer to use tinctures that do not have alcohol. Okay. Animal Essentials is a good resource. Uh, if you go to animalessentials.com, um, they make organic herbal tinctures, some of which are low alcohol and some of which are alcohol free, and they are made for dogs and cats. All right. Okay. So, marshmallow you- is one that I use commonly for the respiratory tract because it improves the mucus lining of mucous membranes. Oh, okay. So, it reduces uh, inflammation in the airways. Okay. And then echinacea is just a nice immune booster. All right. Okay. You know, and this is kind of a common time of year when things are thawing and mold spores are being exposed, and right. um, there's a lot of crud coming through the you know forced air heating and stuff like mm-hmm. that because our houses have been locked up locked up all winter mm-hmm. you got it well thank you thank you okay we've got to talk to john right now everybody else hold on uh i know you've been holding for a while but please hold on we got to talk to john because he needs our my listeners help and hopefully your help and uh so john are you with us yes i am hey john how you doing good good you want to we explain to us what's going on with the body traps okay <clears throat> excuse me our organization was formed um, in 2012, and since then we've had bills before the legislature that would uh, tighten, the restri- tighten the regulations on using lethal body grip traps. Uh, those are the traps that kill within just minutes. And um, we have records of over 80 dogs that have been killed, and uh, the record keeping is really it, – it wasn't it – wasn't, uh, actually a formal record-keeping record right. until I think it was 2012. Okay. Prior to that, there was no record-keeping. And even now, record-keeping is just completely voluntary. Right. You know, if the trapper right. wants to report that he killed it's, a dog, he can. And so they use these traps for mm-hmm. what? Uh, the ones that are killing the most dogs are used for bobcat or raccoon. Okay, raccoons, okay. Okay, yeah. I don't think we have too many bobcats around here. Never know, though. But <laughs> yeah, they okay. are actually they're moving south. Yeah, are they really? Population is. Oh, great! Yeah. Another thing we've got put up with possums. Now we got to put up with. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. okay. So now these body grip are uh, these uh, traps because um, once the dog or once it comes, down, they, they. I mean, they're you. It's uh, I watched and how to disenlodge. You know how to open it, and you need. Uh-huh. I number one. I think you need the the strength of King Kong. <laughs> you know to do yeah. it, and so the thing is, is that if your dog gets in it, you're screwed uh, basically. Uh, unless you got, you know, He-Man with you or have, you know, practice it. That's the big thing is to practice opening them things. But then in the meantime, you're, you've got all the emotions in it because you're, it's your dog. But anyway, yeah. so now what you're looking for, you're trying to get a bill to go through. And so that's where you need our help is you want people to go to the congressman and the legislature and stuff like that. And what is this bill? Uh, the bill is Senate file 2359. All right. Or the the companion bill, which is identical language, is HF 
2308. All right. Uh, basically, the, the, mo- the key part of the bill is to get body grip traps kept out of the reach of dogs. Right. We want them at least five feet off the ground. That makes sense. And, and I don't think the, asking a lot. <laughs> no, it isn't. You know, and granted, they're, they're, they may not catch quite as quite as many animals. Right. But other states do it, and the trappers do just fine. Yep. This, this isn't the end of trapping. It's not even the end of using body grip traps. Right. Um, but we, we've been trying to get a bill through since 2012, and the chair of the House uh, Environment and Natural Resources Policy Committee blocks the bill. He just says, I won't hear it. And that means that nobody in the House will get it, will get to hear or vote on it. And then the Senate says, well, if the House isn't going to do it, we're not going to do it either. And so I and, can't and in the meantime, literally dozens and dozens of dogs have been killed wow. while they're obstructing. Okay. And so now um, you have a Facebook page, correct? What's that? Yes. Uh, it's Dog Lovers for Safe Trapping MN. Okay. And the number four, right? The number four. Yes. Dog lover for number four, safe trapping. Also, do you have a, do you have a website? Yes, we do. It's the same, same name. Okay. Sounds good. And so now yes, what you I want from the hard. listeners, you want them. Now, I think you posted how, <laughs> for, and I did it, I put it, grabbed it and put it on my KDK9 Facebook too, to find your legislature, Congress people, stuff like that, who in your area you can notify and say, hey, you know, get this bill out there, right? Uh, correct. Um, one, one important thing is that trapping regulations are state regulations, so the members of Congress don't have any say in it. Okay. No, no formal say. They don't get to vote. Okay, okay. So, we, so we don't want the congressman. Who, do we, who are we going after? <laughs> we want your state legislators. The legislators, all right. Yes, and there's a district finder. Uh, we've got it on our, our Facebook page and our, our website, um, or just go to the state legislator um, uh, Web page, right. and look up District Finder, and you just put your address in there, and it'll take you right to the contact information for your legislators. Okay, and then it gives you your phone number, and it gives the email address. Okay, so then we're asking the people then to find that find their legislator. Okay, now what uh, what am I sending to my legislator? What verbiage? My am, uh, am I am I'm referencing these bills or whatever? And then yeah, okay, so I'm referencing these two. But then what else can I say to them to get them to take note? Just ask them to please support the language in those bills. Okay. Uh, the bills didn't get a hearing, so they're not bills anymore. All right. But what happens in the legislature is that for bills that don't get heard, or if somebody you know comes up with another idea or something later in the process, what they do is they turn it into an amendment and they amend it onto a larger existing bill. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Generally, it's the omnibus bill at the very end. All right. That's a great big garbage pizza bill. This is something you really didn't want to have to learn, is it? (laughs) This is something you really didn't want to have to learn about, but in order to change things, you've got to. Some people get get into it, but I don't. Yeah. Well, I appreciate all the efforts that you're putting into this. So once again, now, uh, the the, the numbers of what we're looking for is? Is SF, that Senate file, 2359. 2359, all right. Or, or HF, that's house file. House file. 2308. 2308. And then they can, yeah. if you case you pe- could, people are driving, so they can go to either your Facebook account or, now is yours yeah. .org? Uh, the, the website is .org. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Okay, okay. Um, but if, if you just say, please support the language in this bill and vote for it, 
you know, if it comes up on the floor, mm-hmm. um, that's that's enough. Okay, okay. So we need to get get the numbers, strength in numbers on this one, correct? Oh, absolutely. That's... The thing is, there's less than five thousand trappers that actually use this type of trap, All right. and that are that are complaining that. But even know, one, if one dog, one buddy, like my dog, is is one dog yeah. lost by this trap is is a tragedy. Oh, it's unnecessary. Yeah. It's completely unnecessary. Yeah. Now, um, I lost my train of thought there. Yeah, welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good memory, but, anyway, but it's real um, short. <laughs> you know, like I said, we, we have records of more than 80 dogs that have been killed, mm-hmm. and that's only the ones with records. Right, yep. You yep. know, the, the real number of dogs that have been killed I'm sure it has to be in the hundreds. I bet you. Well, yeah, because like I say, who's gonna who, who do they report it to? That's that's the exactly. big thing. Yeah. No, I, I it it has happened. There have been a few trappers that have reported killing a dog or. But I think one. most of them just want to slink off because they it's oh, a tragedy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, once the, again, the give the. Yeah, once again, the give us... The dog this. gets thrown into the wetland, yep. and they don't say anything. Oh, you bet. I know it. I had a tramper trapping around ours place, and uh, he got two of my cats. And I, I literally, it, that's a long story, but boy, I'll tell you, he wasn't around our place anymore. Or he wasn't, he was on the other land, but never mind. But yeah, yeah so I, well, I got a, out of his book. <laughs> that, that's another thing. Minnesota trappers can come and set body grip traps on your property if what? it isn't posted. And they don't have to ask your permission. What? Really? I didn't <laughs> yeah, know they, that. They can literally come on your property and set lethal body grip traps and bait them with dog food if they want. Which wow. some some trappers do use dog food for bait because it's cheap. Wow! Well, any kind of bait would get a dog. Your property is not posted. Wow! That's I did not know that. Wow! That now that was a slap in my face. <laughs> and, and it's got to be legally posted. You just can't have a sign out in front. It's got to be the prescribed distance between signs and all your your entrance roads to the property and the corners. I believe. Wow! I didn't realize. And, that. If, and it has to be done every year. Ah. If, if you if you did it last year and some signs blew down or right. got torn down or whatever, right. and you didn't replace them the next year, your property is not considered posted. I'll be dinged. Wow, that's a yeah. oh, dinged to me. Okay, give the uh, website and your Facebook. Of what is it? Dog it's Dog Lovers for Safe Trapping MN MN dot org. Yeah. Okay. Well, John, that's good luck for the website. Yeah, and you keep us posted on this. Okay. Yeah, and, and please call your legislators. There's, there's less than 5,000 trappers that are that are complaining about this, and there's 2 million dog owners. We wow. should be able to just overwhelm them. Oh, I know. And then also, now, is there a timeline on this? Uh, yeah, sometime this this spring. Okay. I think the end of session is in first part of May or something. Okay, so like give people a date. Like in two, by, the, by the 15th of April, they go rattle some cages, right? Yeah, and... and it's a really good idea to continue continue to contact your legislator once a week and okay. tell them I'm still interested in this issue. All right. In fact, the second time you that you contact them may be more effective than the first. That's very because true too. Because then they know, know you're, you're serious. You're serious. That is a good idea. Yeah. Well, John, good luck. Keep us posted and greatly appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. Thank For you for all your thank hard you. work. Please pass it on. Well, you betcha. Take care. Bye bye. Okay, where do trout keep their money? Where do trout keep their money? We'll be back. Uh-oh, there we go. I was waiting for Carly to go into her, her singing. But. Okay, where do trouts keep their money? Think about it. Uh, in the scale uh, bank, in the 
fishy bank in, in the, the river bank. River bank. Yeah, that river too. Bank. That's where I was going there with you that. Go, Keep their money in the river bank. Okay, we yeah. got some patiently people here. Let's get to those phone lines. Yeah, we're going to talk to Mary. And Mary has a question about um, just nutrition and behavior. All right. Hi, Mary. How you doing? Hi, good. Thank Thank, you, Katie. Um, Thanks for holding on. I greatly appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, I have a little 16 and a half pound dog Uh who, um, when the weather is warm, like this weekend, likes to go out and eat things in the yard and come in and throw up about six hours later. All right. Um, So is there anything I can do to keep her from eating the yummy stuff in the yard? And um, can I train her to ring a bell or something to go outside and throw up? No. Uh, okay, first of all, if you if you're out of sight, uh, you know, then you have no recourse. So the only thing you can do is get a cage muzzle. So when she's out there, she can't eat stuff. But otherwise, right. when you're out, she's out, and then you're right there. And so if she goes to like go to eat something, I leave it. Teach her the word, leave it. And so like, okay. what things is she getting into that she's coming? What what is she throwing up? Um. Well, today it was kind of like a white foam with yellow, but I know I've seen her eating rabbit snacks. And that's good for the digestive sure. system. If it's white, yellow, or like bile, then that's not nothing to do with what she ate outside. All right. Oh, okay. I mean, if she's throwing up like acorns or sticks or body parts, <laughs> that's something that she ate. <laughs> and so, okay. So, but that bile, that's a whole different ball game as far as sometimes if their tummies, some dogs, if their tummy gets low, you know what I mean? Where, uh, they, those dogs that throw a bile kind of on a regular basis need their their schedule of feeding time. They can't, like, you want to try to keep it as close to 12 hours apart. If there's too big of a gap from dinner to breakfast, sometimes they will throw up or vice versa. Breakfast to dinner, they might throw up that bile. So then you have to be more diligent on making sure that you don't exceed. Because most people will feed their dog about 4 or 5 o'clock, and then they don't get fed until, you know, 7, 8 o'clock the next morning. That that might be too long in between, and that's where the bile comes in. Okay, because okay. I feed her at about 4, between 4 and 5 at night, mm-hmm. and then pretty consistently... Five o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, okay. And then, so last night, boy, it actually it was probably an hour before breakfast this morning. So, mm-hmm. so you um, might have to give her a snack, like a light snack, before she goes to bed. Save part of what she has at four o'clock, and give it to okay. her like about eight o'clock, nine o'clock, and that might oh. tire tire over. Just Doctor Jess, what's what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, sometimes they need a fatty snack at bedtime. Mm-hmm. Yep, the time oh. over. What are you what are you feeding her? I am feeding her the um Pure Vita. It's dry, but I'm putting the warm water on it and I'm rotating through Excellent. the kinds that we use. Okay. Good. Okay, so then what you just want to do is uh like I said, you're going to need maybe three feeding times a day, you know, where uh, or like get some raw. And then uh, that night, that last night's, you know, the night snack is going to have more fat in it if you give him like, do the, you know, get the raw thought and then give her like a half a patty or whatever. She said 16 pounds, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe give her like a half a patty. That That's high in fat. Or you just okay. take part of the feeding at the four o'clock and save it till, you know, eight, nine o'clock. And then she eats that and that should tie her over to the morning too. But like she's, you know, the, the fatter content is, is, is sometimes what, what happens if they're lacking that that bio will, you know, come out. 
So if it's if oh. we put you know buy yellow bright dish, that's usually just the bile. And so it's it's not she's not throwing up stuff. And if she's eating rabbit oh. doo doo, that's telling you that maybe her gut she's looking for some dige, you know digestive enzymes that you know if dogs eat poop, whether it be their own, whether it be rabbit. Uh, deer, whatever, probiotics and digestive enzymes are in order you know, to improve their gut health. Okay. Okay. Um, so can we do like the apple cider vinegar as a digestive enzyme or is that for yep. something different? Okay. Apple cider vinegar is a mild uh, acidifier, so it, it is not the same as an enzyme. Okay. So would Chuck and Don's have something like that? Yep. Okay. Okay. So yep. as far as which one, the probiotic or the digestive enzyme? Oh, they'll, you know, they'll, 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 have, they'll have both. You know, you just have to kind of go look and see what they have on their shelves. They don't have okay. a great supplement selection. Yeah, so I would I would try, uh, like, uh, animalessentials.com. Okay. Animalessentials.com. They've got a probiotic digestive enzyme. Uh, and then okay. also, too, like maybe a whole food supplement. They've got green alternatives. Uh, so okay. that's what you want to do is me- putz with the diet a little bit. You know, pre-vita and all that, those foods are great. Just like in the human world, there's a lot of good, but you know, the soils have been depleted. Stuff. We all need supplements is what we need, human and dogs. Okay. So just don't so rely on one thing. Tried giving her a freeze-dried and I tried mixing it in like a half a tablespoon mm-hmm. to her other. And any amount that I tried with her, it gave her the trots. Okay. So but- I just... You went too fast. Yeah, I know you went too fast. You gave it too, that was too rich compared to what she's being fed. Anytime freeze dried is raw with the moisture taken out of, okay? Mm -hmm. And when I feed freeze dried, I I soak it in a little bit of warm water. So it's not like, yeah. And so what you just got to do is start out, you said 16 pounds. And so, uh, you know, just start out with like a pinch here and a pinch there. Her system has to acclimate to the richness of that. Same thing with, um, uh, you know, that if you choose raw, you know, whether it's freeze dried or raw. So it's just start out slower. Anytime the, that's what people dub their dogs as sensitive stomachs because, well, I tried feeding this or I tried to change the diet. Well, what happened is that you went too fast, too much, too fast. And so that's why you've got to baby step it with some, some dogs when you, when you're going to, you're going, um, to lobster. You know, when you start doing raw raw and, and freeze-dried, you're going to lobster. And so it's just like us. If we just out of the blue have lobster, we might get the trots, too. <laughs> so a half a tablespoon was too much, so maybe half a teaspoon yep, mixed in. I would. And then, yep. okay. That's what I would do. You know, just yeah, baby lot, steps. A lot of times dogs with sensitive stomachs, too, I'll um, have them start with tripe. Oh. Tripe is really, really good for dogs, and it's, it is very high fat. It's yes. about half protein, half fat. And, it stinks and to it's high full, heavens. Full of, full of enzymes, yeah. and it's very beneficial for yeah. dogs. It has to be frozen, raw, green tripe. But then you thought. Fro- frozen, raw, green. Tripe. T-R-I-P-E. And okay, what is that? Greentripe.com? Yeah, go to greentripe.com, and they have a drop-down menu, so you can find a retailer near you. Okay. Okay, and it stinks. Okay. It stinks so bad. Yeah, but do, do not use tripe that's made for humans because that's been bleached. And don't use canned tripe because it's been canned and you want raw tripe yep. with the enzymes. The good stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that will help out okay. the gut system too if you just want to go one step. And plus, he's okay. getting the, and plus he's getting the fat too on top of it. That's what I got Gilligan going on tripe too. And I just think it's so funny. I mean, I'm used to stinky stuff, nest stuff. To, that when you open it, I open the Ziploc bag and I'm like... Breathe. <laughs> it's so good for them. And I quick throw it in the bowl, and I quick give it to the, and, you know to, to Gillian, and Gillian whoops that down really fast. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> okay, so hopefully that helped okay. you out, kiddo. Yes, awesome. Thank you very much. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Where are we going? 
Oh, we come back. What? Yeah, I was going to say, how about we have some trivia? Yeah. What did the worm say to his daughter when she came home late? What did the worm say to his her daughter when she came home late? We'll be back. All right. Yep, we got the little snow. Now the snowflakes are coming down more regularly now. Here, I'm looking out the window with that black smokestack. I can see them. Sorry, Carly Brennan. Well, I said, well, they're not here. Now they're back. I can see them now, though. Now can you see them? Yeah. Oh, good. I didn't know that that was supposed to be in But I'm in sandals. Oh, yeah, look at that. Well, lucky you, you doorknob. Why would you do that? It was so nice today. It was not that nice today. It was, too. It was not. This is March 31st. Yeah. Apparently, it's going to go out like a lamb. I don't know. It comes in like a lion. It came in like a lion. And out like a lamb. It's supposed to But it might still be like a lion. Yep. I I have no sympathy, lady, for you whatsoever. (laughs) No, actually. Shorts do not. I mean, flip flops (laughs) do not belong on a body unless shorts are above it. You know. So um, so you're willing and ready willing (laughs) to wear shorts. Those flip flops best stay in your little closet, little girl. No, see, I actually don't mind it. I yeah, would prefer right. to be in flip flops. You're gonna get stuck in a snowbank in the way home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I'll call you. Yeah, so. no, you won't. I'll be going. And who has flip flops? Yeah. <laughs> Look at now, it's really coming down good now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I wish you like certain. I'm not shoveling you a pat to your car. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, those are big. Flops. I told they you, are, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, there you go. Okay, where am I at? <laughs> what did the worm say to his daughter? Her daughter. Sorry that when she came home late. You're an inch late. Oh, that's close. Uh, where on where in earth have you been? Oh, where that's a good one. Where in earth have you been? There that's you go. That's a good go. one. Isn't that a good one? Yeah. Okay, say I want to put the cattle call out because tomorrow's the deadline. I am looking for people. If you feed Nutasaurus or Purvita or any of their treats, I'm looking for somebody that wants to cut a radio sh- commercial shot, a commercial with me. Uh, here, you got to come down to Hubbard Broadcasting and we'll get out a day that, you know, we can do it. I'm looking for like two or maybe, maybe even three. I don't know. Let's just see what comes through. I've gotten a couple people that have sent through, you know, why they feed uh, Nutasaurus, why they like Nutasaurus and such like that. So I need that from you because I'm tomorrow night is when I'm picking, uh, the what who I think because you need obviously you can't be scared of talking on the radio because if we're doing a commercial it's going to be recorded so you don't have to it's not going to be a live spot you know like I do and stuff like that so if you're interested you think you got a radio voice you want to do a commercial with me Katie K9 uh, and record it here at Hubbard Broadcasting uh, please send me why you like Nutasaurus or what let's say you're feeding something else and then you tried Nutasaurus and what wow this is whatever uh, and also their treats not just their food and their, whether it's a dog or a cat you, please uh, yeah send me a note go to mytalk1071.com and then go to my show page and then click on my website and then email me from there or send me an email through, you know, from the, the station too. So mytalk1071.com. All right. So I'm looking for a couple people that, uh, why you feed Nutasaurus, uh, what you, what's, what's so great about it. Uh, you tried other foods. And so why did you stay with Nutasaurus or Pervita or even Natural Planet, uh, Natural Planet Organics? Uh, that's another one of their line. And then all their treats, cats and dogs. So, uh, so send me an email by tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow is April 1st. No, this isn't a April Fool's joke. Okay, folks. Tomorrow is April Fool's Day, so pay attention now tomorrow for things that happen. But no, this isn't an April Fool's joke. So hopefully that some, I'll have a couple of my listeners that feed Nutasaurus, uh, to be able to cut a commercial with me. All right? Okay. Where are we at? Um, phone lines? Yep. All right. We're going to go to Lydia. 
Lydia has a question about a dog who has kidney disease. All right. Hi, Lydia. How you doing? Good. How are you? Is it snowing at your house? Uh, not yet. Um, I'm over in Wisconsin, so we oh. haven't really got. It's anything. coming your way. Heads up. No, just kidding. Oh, okay. okay. So what's going on? Um, so we have a 16-year-old golden retriever mix. Um, last year, he was diagnosed with vestibular disease, mm-hmm. and uh, we've been sending him to Dr. Stacy Seymour, who's an acupuncture and chiropractic vet. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing really well. Um, this week, we took him to the vet because his appetite was down, mm-hmm. um, and it turns out that he has stage 2 kidney disease. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been about three or four years that he's been off dry dog food. Uh, mm-hmm. We feed him typically um, some sort of raw meat. Uh, we usually get it from Woody's Pet Deli in Woodbury. Yeah, okay. Um, and it's typically raw turkey, raw rabbit, whatever is kind of in our price range All and right. just kind of on a rotation. All right. Um, he gets. Uh, salmon and sometimes the sal- the salmon skin mm-hmm. um, whenever we have it for dinner. Right. Um, he gets pork and um, typically he'll get a raw egg with dinner. We have some chicken, so they're really fresh, but currently he's only eating cooked eggs. Okay. Um, he gets wild rice, lentils, and quinoa too with a little bit of tuna. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also supplementing fish oil and magnesium with his food, and then a melatonin at night and a Benadryl in the morning. Wow. Um, he, the vet currently has him on a Serenia tablet once per day and a mirtazapine, the ap- ap- I think it's an appetite stimulant. Okay. Go ahead, uh, Dr. Jess, what do you think? She's well, how, how long have you been doing this stuff for? Um, can you repeat that question? How long have you been doing it for, the mirtazapine and the serenia? Um, he went into the vet on Friday, so it's only really been a couple of days. Okay. Okay. Are you seeing any effects from that? Um, his appetite's on and off. Typically during the day, he'll be kind of hungry, and then in the morning and at night, he's not as hungry, so it's a little harder to get food down him. Uh, There's a urine sample out at the U of M right now to see if his protein level is high or low. Um, And the research that my mom has been doing uh, says to decrease his protein intake and increase his fats, but we're just kind of wondering what kind of fats we should be feeding him. What's your proportion of wild rice, quinoa, lentils to the food from Woody's? Um... A lot more of the grains than it is the meat. Um, it typically in one of those, um, if you've got like salad dressing on the side, kind of cups of whatever raw meat that we have. Oh, wait a minute. So how, how are you feeding him? Like how much of the rice stuff is he getting compared to the food from Woody's volume wise? Um, probably like a half cup of like the grains. And lentils uh-huh. compared to probably about an ounce of meat. Whoa. Should be, if you look at a dog's plate, it should be three quarters meat. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, how, and how many times a day are you offering him this? Um, he gets fed morning and night. Um, typically, um, 
Okay. I think, you know, so, so when you, when you feed a dog ordinarily, because dogs are carnivores and so yeah. you, you do have um, to feed them a higher amount of meat than you do of mm-hmm. the grain mix. And technically the grain mix is kind of gratis. Like he does not need that at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, he, he typically does get pork um, and chicken, maybe sometimes that salmon too. Uh-huh. Um, okay, don't we just okay? Just let Doctor Jess finish here. Okay, okay. hold on. Go ahead, Doctor Jess. Yeah, uh, I mean, it it sounds like you're feeding him a variety of stuff, which is great. The food from mm-hmm. Woody's is also very nice stuff. Um, I think that you know dogs need to eat quite a bit of protein. It is true that um, there's controversial information that you can find on the internet, but I think it's helpful to remember that when you do internet searches. Um, You know, Google is not a dictionary. Google is not an encyclopedia. Google is a sales Mm -hmm. platform. And so um, the information is not balanced. So it's hard to do research on the Internet. And sometimes, like, you're going to find what's most popular and you're going to find what's being sold. And currently in modern medicine, what's being sold is low-protein diets that are recommended for animals with kidney failure. That does not necessarily benefit them. So it's helpful sometimes just to, um, sometimes you have to read books versus looking online, honestly, to get better mm-hmm. information or, you know, read journal articles versus. Do you have a website or something that she can go look at? Um, now, some of it depends. If your dog is in severe kidney failure, there is a blog um, called Eats, Writes, Shoots. And the guy who wrote the blog, who writes the blog, had a dog who had severe kidney disease and he has some recipes on his blog um, that do actually, I think, include grains. And I have had patients with severe kidney disease who have been put on those recipes with success. So it has kept them alive for longer. Okay. Okay. So that, that I think, is a good place to start. But otherwise, I would say avoid the prescription diets and then, you know, don't believe what you see out there. Is he on okay. a probiotic? Um, I don't believe he is. Okay, so a probiotic would be kind of standard for any kind of kidney disease. Um, okay. And, and the bigger and, thing and, is to give more meat and, and nix the... Uh, yeah, a good, a good probiotic is going to have lots of different kinds of bacteria and billions of bacteria per dose. Yogurt okay. is not a probiotic. Kefir is not a probiotic. I mean, yes, they may have bacteria in them, but I want something that tells you on the label that it has billions of bacteria per capsule, and that's what you need to give this dog. Okay. Okay. Um, so that kind of, it'll give you a good place to start. Awesome. Okay. Um, what is your opinion on increasing his fat intake? Like maybe some avocado? No. You're looking at meat sources of fat. Tripe. Meat right? So meat sources of fat are organic eggs, tripe, fat, raw fatty hamburger. Um, you can use some coconut oil. But the ability, okay. you know, not that not that my dogs don't eat avocados, but the ability of a dog to digest anything from an avocado is kind of limited. Mm-hmm. They're not really made to okay. eat plants. Right. Tripe is probably your best bet for a dog like this, and it has to be raw, frozen tripe. And so if you go to the website greentripe.com, they make the best raw tripe for dogs, and they have a drop-down menu that will help you find a retailer near you. Okay. Awesome. I said, now, how can she get a hold of you? She got more questions for you, Dr. Jess. Uh, through my website at holistic-vet-care.com. Okay, thank you so much for waiting, and hopefully we got you uh, some new info for you and go from there, okay? 
Awesome. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, let's run to, and then we'll come back, and we'll take, got a couple more calls, but we got to get to, uh, we want to talk about flea, tick, natural ways, and then heartworm before we leave here today, so we got to get rolling here. Okay, why did the elephant cross the road? Why did the elephant cross the road? All righty then, we're winding down here. Okay, why did the elephant cross the road? To get to the other side. Wrong. Oh. What do you think there, Dr. Jess? To carry the monkey to the other side. There you go. It's an elephant. Who's going to stop him? I'm going to stop ding, him. Ding. <laughs> there we go. There we go. See, uh, the flea and tick, natural stuff. There's so many natural ways to do flea and ticks out there now. And see, so, you know, now the, the some of the, now I always tell people that if you choose to do a chemical on your dog for fleas or tick, that, um, uh, whatever you call it, and I forgot, I just have a brain fluff. What? Uh, what? 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 The spot on the what's the, the spot less on the less hazardous front line front lines that you don't need a stick a hazmat suit, <laughs> pretty much to use that. But then there's there, and I always am uh, tell people. Don't do anything that the dog has to eat. You know they have pills that you can give them for you know yeah. because if they have a reaction, you're screwed, right? Yeah, there's no antidote to those things. Yep. All you can do is see your local holistic vet to try to detoxify your dog. But it's not just you. I have clients who have, like, they fed their dogs, you know, those uh, flea and tick pills that last for mm-hmm. three months or whatever. Yeah. And then they have a bad reaction to the dog now that the stuff is seeping out through the pores of the dog's skin. I didn't realize that. Well, a lot of people are chemically sensitive in yeah. these days. Okay. So, um, you know, then I've had to detox the dog so that the people can have the dogs back in the house with them. I think a lot of this, too, you know, if you're going to dump some sort of chemical on your dog, I mean, man, if you have children in the home. That's as bad as a flea collar. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Don't even get me going and, and on flea collars. that stuff, yeah, those things are just nasty. So No, wait, wait a minute. Go mm-hmm. back now. As far yes. as the the dog, uh, the human is sensitive to the dog because of what they the chemicals they gave them. What are some of the signs a human has seen? I don't know. People have chemical sensitivities. Like, you know, they break out in a rash or have oh, okay. trouble breathing or stuff oh, like okay. that. Okay. Your usual sensitivity kind of reactions. Okay. Okay. And, and there are so many natural alternatives. It's like you really don't have to reach for the chemicals. I know everybody's paranoid that, oh, my God, we're going to find a tick on the dog one day. But, you know, for one thing, welcome to Minnesota. Right. And I tell people you're that worried about ticks, get a goldfish. because yeah, <laughs> Or move someplace else. There you go. There you go. So now what are some of the things that you uh, go for when you tell people? Because I got mine. Let's see what you, how, what we got. Well, so natural yeah. ways to repel. We're not killing nothing. You know, repelling right. fleas just and try ticks. To, and it's not just fleas and ticks. You, this, these things will repel mosquitoes too. Okay. So if you're just keeping bugs from landing on your dog, it's a lot better. A lot of these chemicals, like the ones that you feed your dog, so the bug has to get on your dog and, you know, bite the dog and right. that's how it dies. Or right. it has to crawl across your dog and that's how it dies. So the natural things are more repellents where we're just keeping bugs from getting on your dog the in smell. the first place. So I use Bug Off Garlic by Springtime. Springtimeinc.com, yep. And um, I I use that especially for my dogs because my dogs tend to play bite each other. So they're always chewing on each other's heads and necks. And mm-hmm. so they cannot wear collars for safety mm-hmm. right. reasons. Mm-hmm. If they could wear collars, I would use an amber collar. An amber tick.com. Yeah. And okay. so they're, they're, that's basically, a, a looks like a necklace for dogs. Honestly, it looks like. It's an amber balsa, ball, Baltic um, pine. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's it just looks like sap from the tree that are made into little beads. Yeah, I mean, it looks like chunky dog jewelry. Yep, yep, yep. And it's kind of like this this chintzy, weird jewelry collar that you put around your dog's neck. But once the amber 
warms up against the dog's skin and body, it becomes insect repellent. Yes. Um, uh, you could use the pet protector. Mm-hmm. The Let's... pet protector is a little metal disc that you hang on your dog's collar or harness. Okay. That, um, I don't know, it says on the website that it emits magnetic and scalar waves, and I don't pretend to know what those are. You could use it, you know, you could do both of those too for the oh, humans. Oh, yes. Yeah. I have no idea how it works, but the, the, the pet protector... Um, is really reasonably priced and it lasts for four years okay. and it keeps bugs from even getting on your dog. Mm-hmm. There's also the zero bug zone tags, yeah. yep. which is like a tag. Some of them mount on the collar because I've had people come in and the zero bug zone thing is mm-hmm. like a sleeve over the dog's yep. collar. I've seen that, yeah. Um, and that also, it's it's this tag with a magnetic strip that will repel insects somehow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people like to use essential oils. And so then you just have to choose an essential oil that does not repel your dog. <laughs> so basically you take a bottle of oil, just open it and like see how the dog responds. Don't don't try to put it on your hand or put it on them. You just kind of hold it near their face mm-hmm. and see how the dog responds. If they leave the room and won't come near you, then mm-hmm. don't use, use that, that oil. Yep. Um, and then basically if you're going to use an essential oil, you want to dilute it greatly. So what you could do is put... Um, you know, two or three drops of oil in some uh, coconut oil, melt that down. You could let it solidify again. And then some people will just, you know, put a little bit of coconut oil on their hands and put it down the dog's legs to keep ticks from climbing up their legs. Okay. So that's pretty effective too. Or you okay. could put it in a spray bottle, shake it up really well and spritz the dog with it. You know, and you can use like half water, half fractionated coconut oil to, you have to shake it really well to resuspend the essential oils every time. Okay. But I, you know, people tend to overuse essential oils because we have crapola senses of right. smell. Yeah. But just remember, your dog can smell less than a drop from probably a mile away. Yep. So easy on the essential oils. Also, you can spritz it with organic apple cider vinegar. That kind yep. of repels them. Diatomaceous herbs. Yeah, and the apple cider vinegar, you would just cut that half and half with water and kind of put it in a plant mister. Yep. So then you, when you spray the dogs, just... Yep. You know, you don't, you're not trying to saturate them with it. You know, you just kind of spray it on the right. top of the exactly. coat. So I've had clients use that really successfully. You're taking the dog out for a walk. So you go out on your stoop, spray your dog, go for your walk. And then right before you come back inside, you grab your your plant mister, spray the dog again. I like your sound effects. I know. I love that. <laughs> that is very good. I just like the sound that the plant mister makes. <laughs> there you go. Um, then another thing is diatomaceous earth, DE food grade, put it in a baby sock, zip tie it. And then you, you give one light, light pat underneath the chin area on the back where the shoulders and the neck area is, where the tail and the butt meet. And then on the chest or the private areas. So, and what that diatomaceous earth does is that if a bug, a bug, a flea, a tick, it crawls through it, it scrapes their, their uh, shell and then they dehydrate and they die. And it, and then, uh, they, they, the only thing with diatomaceous earth, make sure that if, as you're filling your sock or whatever type, they don't breathe, breathe in the dust. Once the dust settles, everything's just fine, but you don't want to breathe in the dust because it's a one cell fossilized algae. But so the thing is now some of these ones, these like that, these hazmat suits, you know, these, mm. these chemicals are really prevalent on TV right now. Yeah. Uh, also there's a, some that if the dog gets it and the cat lays in it, that could kill the cat. Correct. Yeah, so the ones that say, you know, warning, do not use on cats, what they really should say is do not use if you have a cat as well as a dog. 
Uh-huh. You really should not have the cat around those things. You know, cats don't have some of the detoxification enzymes that dogs and humans do. Mm-hmm. And that's why everything is more toxic for cats. Like lilies. Now, with Easter around the corner. don't Lilies have no, are crazy toxic for cats. I renal mean, failure within 24 hours. Yeah, even if they just chew on it. Even if they don't actually ingest it. Right. But if they just chew on it, it'll yeah. kill them. Yep. And so that so and, and what's the neat thing about doing things naturally, you could do all these things. You could have the collar, the protect the protective tag, you could do the diatomaceous earth, you could do the, the apple cider vinegar, you could do all that stuff because it, they're not chemicals, they don't interact, correct? Yep. And seeing like with yeah. the bug off, that's Yeah, like, so sometimes people feel more comfortable. Um, you know, I call it mix and match. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you could feed garlic and use an amber collar and mm-hmm. use a pet protector. Yep. Yep. Whatever kind of floats your boat. That's good. That's so. Like I said, try to do things naturally, folks. Uh, lawn care. Now, people are you know the Kim Kim lawn people are uh, you know not the Kim. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to name, do a name. Uh, you know the the big trucks are out there spraying everybody's lawns. There's so many natural ways you can do it. Um, contact your local feed mill, like you know Hugo Feed Mill, uh, Steve up there. Uh, corn gluten meal. It, what it does when you spread that on your lawn, it doesn't take care of existing weeds, but when they you know like when the dandelions go to seed. That it 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 uh, ther- sterilizes the seed. The corn gluten meal is what it does. It is also is a uh, it feeds your lawn too. So there, there's so many ways. And then they, you heard on on my show here. I forget what this is called. Lunzi, Lunseth dot org l u n d s e t h i think that advertises you know doing things there's so many just because you may do it naturally maybe the neighbors on either side of you are still spraying that stuff and it's coming over into your lawn and so that's why yeah. you've got to really be diligent and then a huge chemical person is the parks the park system they spread chemicals left and right in the park system on their lawn for bugs and the whole kit and caboodle so you really got to be very mindful what you do with your pets you really do yeah it's chemical exposure um is a big cause of cancer yes in dogs and cats and that's those studies lymphoma have been done right yeah lymph- lymphoma and also bladder cancer has been shown um, but really, you know, if, if it's for one thing, if it's causing cancer in them, you know, what the heck is it doing Do to it us? to us. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, screw that a beautiful lawn. I can't wait for my dandelions to come out and have the bees have their first dance of the season, their first flowers. And mine looks like a yellow poppy field. But you know what? I don't care. And is, the thing is, is that my lawn always looks green for the fact that <laughs> it's all weeds. <laughs> but that's fine. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you use the corn gluten meal, there's so many things you can Google or talk to some of the farmers and garden places that say, hey, I want to do things naturally. I, I don't want to do any pesticides or anything like that on my lawn or in my garden. So what things can I do naturally? Because there is a lot of natural things out there. Like uh, bone meal is really good for fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Even though, but some dogs will dig it up and eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what dogs do. No kidding. So what other, it, just hold on a sec. <clears throat> so how can they get a hold of you? Um, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. Right. And then who was that last one with the ear infection? Did you tell her to get a hold of Dr. Jess? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Get Everyone it. knows how to get a hold oh, of good. you or Dr. Jess. Okay, so good. Yeah, they're good. I'm sorry, but yeah. if you wanted to get that in since, you know, we were running out of time. We had a lot of good calls. I really appreciate everybody calling. Uh, it worked out really good. So and thank you so much, Dr. Jess, for taking your time coming in. Thank and you. Good knitting in front of me. Everybody. Yeah, really. Knitting in front of me. Uh, Kylie, you have a great new week back to your kitties. Thanks. Okay. Your kiddlings there. Yeah. And so, and remember, you guys, uh, send me an email. Okay, through the station or through my website. Uh, if you want to do a radio show a commercial with me about Nutrisource. So send me why you like Nutrisource or Privata and their treats and foods and such. So you have a great week. Don't hide your dogs. Train them. <laughs>